G'day and welcome everyone to a bonus episode of On The Step with That Mallard Guy. I'm your host, Dan Bolton. On The Step is all about float planes and flying boats. I'm away at the moment enjoying a nice holiday, but I had a chance to get on a special guest for a quick bonus episode on my break. Speaking of that, I'm looking to be back with my regular episode speaking to some of the world's most interesting seaplane pilots in just a few weeks, so keep an eye out for that. It is great to still be receiving your messages saying you're loving the show, folks. Keep them coming. My email is thatmalardguy@hotmail.com, or you can follow me on Instagram and send me a message at thatmalardguy. We are up to 78 Apple Podcast reviews, all five stars, folks, so keep it up. The goal is 100, so please share a review if you haven't done yet. It's super easy, and it helps the show very much. On the Step is proudly brought to you by the Seaplane Pilots Association. Check out the link in the show notes below for a great membership deal for On the Step fans only. Whilst I've been enjoying my break, I've been loving the podcast episodes Abby and Steve have been pumping out. Great job, guys. Now, on to today's guest. In a few months' time, the Seaplane Pilots Association of Australia will be hosting its biannual seaplane conference in the beautiful Whitsunday Islands. Now, SPAA President David Gears is on the show to tell us what is happening during the event, and then I talk about how you could join in on a five-day Grumman Mallard Safari to fly in or from the event. Let's throw on our SPAA hat. Swapping stories with seaplane pods over a tomato sauce-covered bacon and egg roll will wipe the dripping yolk off our chin as the brigade of seaplanes start up outside the hangar home. Climbing aboard and flying off to Whitehaven Beach, we'll start off our seaplane conference in style on the step. Right engine is turning. 12% fuel. A lot. Alrighty, welcome to On The Step, Seaplane Pilots Association of Australia President David Gears. How are you, David? Very well, thank you. It's great to be with you, Dan. Yeah, great to have you on, mate. Um, really looking forward to this conversation. Obviously, we've got a big uh, conference coming up this year in the Whit Sundays at the end of April, and that's why you're here today. So we're going to talk all about uh, the Seaplane Conference and hear about what it's all about, who's coming, who's speaking, uh, what events are on at the same time. Um, it's going to be a good chat and we're going to talk a bit about some Mallard stuff as well because the Mallard will be coming to Ellie Beach again. Very excited about that. But Dave, um, just for the listeners out there, I want to kind of give them a bit of a background of your seaplane flying to start off with, mate. So can you tell us a little bit about how you got into uh, flying seaplanes and where you fit into this uh, puzzle? Uh, it's started a long time ago. I drove around Australia in 1980 and um, I thought, Jesus, it was a great trip and um, we had a ton of fun, but I thought while I was driving around, wouldn't it be good to fly around Australia? And that was always in the back of my mind uh, growing up and I you know, got my pilot's licence in um, around 1982 and uh, that was my goal, my bucket list. And Back in, um, yeah, well, it took a while to get there, but in 2009, five uh, friends with seaplanes, we all got together and planned this trip around Australia. And to today, it's probably the pinnacle of my flying experiences and probably one of the best things I've ever done was this trip. We took two months to fly around Australia 
Uh, we took our time, obviously, and uh, but it was just great. We flew the whole perimeter of the Australian coastline. It was just fantastic. That's awesome. That sounds like an amazing trip, eh? Like just the ultimate trip, really. It was, you know, look, Michael Smith's probably outdone me by flying around the world. <laughs> but uh, look, we had a lot of fun on that trip and um, I'm looking forward to doing it again in 2024, which will be the anniversary of the first round Australia flight back in uh, 19. 24 so uh that's something that's for another day i guess but yeah that's how i got in there yeah exactly and that's something we can uh talk about in the future as well is that that round australia trip that we're going to hopefully plan in 2024 through the through the seaplane pilots association of australia and and mate when did you join the actual spa and and how long have you been in the role now as president um look i joined around about 10 years ago and uh, i've been on the committee basically ever since I joined the association and just the last seven months um, I've been doing the president's job so it's been a lot of fun um, it's very interesting like if somebody ever wants to do this job it's it's fascinating because you get to meet and uh, hear a lot of information about you know seaplanes and and the people that are doing it and the, the people that fly seaplanes are some of the most interesting people you'll ever come across. Oh exactly I can uh account to that after interviewing you know 50 odd people so far on this show and hearing their stories there's been some incredible stories so far so you must hear that as well meeting people at these conferences and everything as well so very very exciting mate we've as i mentioned we've got you on the show now to give a bit of a rundown of what's happening in early beach in april uh, and talking a little bit about the seaplane pilots association of australia conference the biannual conference mate can you tell us give us a little bit of general information about uh the conference itself okay well um the conference starts on thursday the 22nd of april and um that's it's just a meet and greet uh we'll have uh drinks and obviously some stand-up food at the what used to be the beaver bar at the Early Beach uh, Airport. Oh, yeah. Um, with, Harbour Airport. With yeah. Sunday, yep, with Sunday Airport. Then we'll go into the next two days will be conference sessions. Uh, we've got a host of speakers lined up. Um, uh, well, yourself for one of them. We'll be uh, doing, a, hopefully, an interview with Steve McCaughey, the president of the, or not, sorry, the, what's the CEO of the American site. What? Yeah, he's pretty much the CEO, and it does have another name. I keep forgetting it, but um, yeah, basically, so yeah, the president, yeah. Yeah, so we're hoping that, that we can get that all together. Uh, we've got Mark Edwards. Uh, he's a damey um, talking about medical subjects. Um, we've got Michael Smith, you know, the first person to fly a single-engine airplane around the world. He's going to talk to us on, you know, planning an adventure and some of the adventures that he's been on, and he's got his beautiful new... Um, Russian Sea Bear, the twin-engine seaplane. He's flying that up. Yeah, a few people would notice um, Michael's name from one of the episodes I did with him previously. Yes. And, and just a quick shout-out to Michael, actually, as well. He has joined up as a patron on uh, on the step as well. So thank you very much, Michael, for your support. That'll be great to hear. I can't wait to hear his adventures and what he's been up to with that Sea Bear since he's had it back in Australia. Yeah, no, I really love listening to Michael. He's, he's one of the true gentlemen. He... He's just a fantastic uh, presenter and also just a really interesting guy. Looking really forward to catching up with him. We've got um, 
Dan Nickens, he's uh, he's joining us via Zoom from the USA. So uh, he's got a really interesting career. He uh, flies seaplanes off the back of a luxury yacht. Oh wow! And uh, has got a ton of great stories to tell. And like that's his full time job almost for most of the year is just um, looking after the customers for these uh, this very rich American guy and. Um, yeah, so that'll be a very interesting uh, presentation. Might have to get him on the podcast for that one, I think. Actually, he'd be a great guy to have on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, really interesting and a lovely American. So he'll be very good. Um, Tim Howes, that you might know him from the Bushflyers Down Under. So he's doing a talk on low flying. Low flying is an interesting subject because when you get your seaplane endorsement, we do cover low flying in that in that two to three day endorsement period, but it's not sort of covered in depth. So we're hoping to touch on that a little bit further with Tim. Look, I don't know a lot about Tim, but I've, uh, if you've uh, looked at his uh, Facebook page and he's got quite a few uh, YouTube videos out there, which look very interesting. So I'm looking forward to his presentation. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well, hey, because he runs a great Facebook group that Bush Flies Down Under. Um, and it's grown to about 12,000 members now as well. And just there's some real quality stuff that goes on that page, not just bush flying, but, you know, seaplanes and, and other types of flying, but, you know, mainly uh, associated with bush flying. Um, but, yeah, great stuff. I can't wait to hear his presentation. Yeah, no, it'll be great. Um, McQuirky Quirk, which is a really hard name to pronounce, but Coco um, to his friends, um, this is this is a very interesting. He's coming to talk on extraction training. So he does a bit of the Huey, you know, upside down stuff in the swimming pool and where you swim out. But he's going to give us a talk on extraction training and emergency procedures. He's got a really interesting story. Um, he was in Afghanistan and uh, he got blown out of the vehicle that he was in. Uh, he was blown 30 metres and um, before he got rescued or before they got him stable, he died three times. So uh, very, very interesting guy, and I am super, super excited about having him coming along and sharing his experiences and giving us a bit of a tip on extraction training and, um, you know, how to get out of, a you know, an aircraft upside down in the water. So that's his trick. And, look, um, we've got a bunch of other speakers as well um, from from within the association so yeah so yeah like like i mentioned before um i'll be joining or doing a pretty much a live podcast uh with steve mccorhey from the states and then i'm also going to be doing a talk about uh, different seaplane types in australia that are used um obviously pretty cool that australia has some operating mallards you know still commercially operating so that's pretty exciting um i know i think alex fisher he was on the podcast recently as well um, he's looking at doing some seaplane training uh, manual talk, and then um, Chad, yeah, another uh, one of our committee members, Chad Banfield, who works up with me as well, also on the podcast uh, back a few episodes. He's going to be talking about waterways access. Um, Chad does a great job of um, really understanding the legislation around Australia. I know it's different in so many different spots, and Chad has one of those brains that soaks in everything and and really understands the rules quite well. So he's going to do. A great presentation, I'm sure, about waterways access. So that's what I love about this conference, is, Dave, is just that the 
variety of speakers. I know also we've got an Oz Runways presentation and Q&A. I mean, that, they always kind of show up at these kind of things, but I think it's always great with the evolution of Oz Runways, how it's always changing to have someone there to continue to kind of update us with what's going on with Oz Runways. That's terrific. And to be able to do a bit of a Q&A for those people who may not um, may not understand it completely or have some questions about where it's going to go in the future. So I think that's really exciting as well. Um, but that's what's great about these conferences. We can just get all these different people in and talk seaplanes and, and hear some different stories and, and really celebrate seaplanes in Australia. Absolutely right. And I was only speaking to the Oz Runway guys today and uh, they're looking very... They've supported our conference, previous conferences. We Our first conference was back in uh, 2013 and this is coming up now to our sixth conference. We have them biannually. So um, they've supported us all the way through and they've been a fantastic... Uh, uh, and it's great because it's, they're all... Sea, most of us are all seaplane pilots so we can... Uh, talk to them especially about you know landing on water and water runways and stuff like that so it's always a very good chat that we have with the Oz Runway guys. Yeah and I think Oz Runways is not just for private pilots I mean we use Oz Runways every day when flying the Mallard um, as part of our um, logging of times and, and also our fuel log as well as we do through Oz Runways this you know we store all of our manuals through Oz Runways it's just it's a great um, app and, yeah, really looking forward to hearing that. And um, I'm sure Chad will have lots of questions. He's good with that kind of stuff. Um, he's actually our EFB manager as well at work. So Chad will have lots of questions, I'm sure. But, mate, the, the conference is not just about having guest speakers. There's also some key events that happen on or throughout the, the kind of um, three-day conference there. Can you tell us a little bit about what other events are happening? Yes. Well, I probably should start with the partners event. Um my wife, Cheryl, she's busy organising the partners of um, Getaway. So a lot of the partners don't really want to sit down in our uh, sessions. So what they do is they get a little mini bus and they uh, tear off into Ely Beach and uh, they've got a you know a plan on going to uh, the coffee plantation. I'm just reading it here. A place called Colour Me Crazy, which I'm sure they'll be able to spend some money. Yeah, and, been there before. Uh, it is yeah. crazy. Um, and then up to Hideaway Bay for lunch and uh, a couple of group photos and uh, actually I think Gloucester Beach for um, drinks. Yep. yep. And then back to Ely Beach and then on the Saturday they're just uh, going to have a, a free run in town and see how much they can clock up on the credit card, I guess. <laughs> That's a go. Ely Beach, I don't think it's known for its uh, shopping, but... There's some good bars there, so they might rack up a few uh, cocktail credit card purchases. Or maybe take a Mallard flight. Well, exactly, yeah. We'll talk about that shortly as well. So there's lots of options for the for the partners. Um, there's some breakfasts um, in the mornings as well. So we start off with a breakfast at uh, Shane Fenley's house, which is um, uh, right there on the runway. If anybody hasn't been to uh, Whitsunday Airport, it is an amazing airport. It's got these beautiful homes which have got these uh, huge hangar houses and uh, some of the setups are just amazing. So uh, Shane's very generously offered to cook us breakfast for the uh, uh, Friday and Saturday morning and yeah. uh, then we'll just move straight over to the hangar that we've got to um, do the uh, presentations in. 
Yeah, those airport hangar homes, mate, they are insane. Hey, look, for those probably who are overseas listening, uh, Google with Sunday Aviation Village Estate or WAVE for short. Um, some beautiful hangar homes built on this uh, airport at Shoot Harbour. Um, looking forward to to kind of sitting on the runway there or the taxiway almost and, and having some uh, some breakfast burgers, mate, and watching a few airplanes come into land. Yeah, no, it's a marvellous place. I'm thinking of um, sitting in Shane's swimming pool, actually, because he's got this glass swimming pool that uh, sort of overlooks the uh, runway and... Uh, it's very nice sitting in there in the afternoon with a couple of cocktails and yep. watching the planes coming and coming and going. So the, this whole weekend is going to be just fantastic. So um, we've obviously got you know your normal lunches and barbecues, and then what else is we've chimed in really well with is that the the airport has a runway dinner um, once a year, and uh, it's on the same weekend. So we're sort of piggybacking off their runway dinner which is another a fantastic event where they actually close the airport around two o'clock in the afternoon and then they set up tables right down the middle of the runway and um, they have a, a very formal sit-down runway dinner and then they also have a not-so-formal um, banquet dinner sort of thing where you can just go to food stores and get some food and they've got a, a couple of bars set up there and, and also a band, so... We end up dancing and drinking and eating our night away. It's just a fantastic um, Saturday night that uh, always rolls around there. So we've just really picked it well to, you know, time the conference in with the, the runway dinner. And I was speaking to Lee up there just the other day and they've got fully booked, I think it's 200 people already booked for that runway dinner. So that's going to be a spectacular event. Yeah, they always put on a good show there at uh, Shoot Harbour. And who doesn't like drinking cocktails and beers on an airport runway at you know midnight with a live band? That's pretty unique, isn't it? Yeah, there's not too many places around that you can do that, and uh, this is one of the, you know, the one of the most impressive ones. Absolutely. Now, coming back to the actual conference, um, how can people get involved? Uh, do they have to register early or can they just rock up on the days and come come to some of these events and hear some speakers or, or what's the kind of plan? Yeah, definitely no rocking up on the day, please. Um, there's a lot of organisation that goes into these conferences and we have had that before where people have come in and it makes it throws a spanner in the works. And one of the main things I'd really like to get across to people is if you can book early, we have a um, early bird registration running up until the 22nd of next month and uh, it saves $50. So I think it's a hundred and sorry, $245 for your registration. And um, it really helps us out because we've got uh, 34 people already registered and it's still over two months out so the numbers are looking great for this conference but what as organizers the hardest thing is we've got a boat cruise on the f friday night and a dinner so we've got to make sure that the boat that we're hiring is going to be able to take the amount of people that are coming and it's one of the difficult things for us to guesstimate how many people are coming so that's why we have this early bird arrangement is that we encourage people to book early so we've got an idea of how many people that will be coming to the conference and um, 
the good thing with the, the early bird booking is that you don't have to pay until the 22nd of March and um, we have a 100% guarantee that if you cannot make it due to weather or the COVID restrictions or anything like that, there'll be a no strings attached full refund straight away. Yeah, that's it's great that um, first of all, you got that money back guarantee. So anyone who wants to book on now, you know, because obviously Australia with those borders at the moment, seems like one case in one city and all of a sudden the borders are closed. So it is a bit of risk there, but, but I'm sure um, with the vaccine coming and everything, life as we as we used to know it will be back um, in no time and we'll be able to enjoy these kind of events with no stress but um, now is this event only just for SPA members or can anyone who's just interested in seaplanes hearing this podcast um, come up to the Sundays and join in? Great question what um, anybody can join into the you know to the uh, conference, what's your um, delegate fee, which is at $245, that gets you a free year's free membership, well, a membership to the association. So you end up uh, getting, it's a double win-win situation is that, um, and for our members that uh, come to the conference, they just get an extra year's tacked onto their membership. So it's a really good incentive program that we've got there. And look, if there's anybody out there listening that would, want to come along to this or is even thinking about one day you know purchasing a seaplane or just is you know passionate about seaplanes it is a really good and interesting and like i said we have a, a ton of fun as well and flying a seaplane is all about fun and uh we certainly make the conference and all the conferences i've been to uh, over the years for the seaplane pilots have been really well run and we've all had a great time well i have in at all of them so I can't recommend you know people coming along anymore. It's just a, a fantastic event. Awesome. And if, if people want to join up just in general, um, only 25 bucks a year for the Australian Seaplane Pilots Association membership. Um, and that goes to, you know, events like this, all the, those funds and, you know, there's, there's so much more. It's all about um, promoting the safe flying of, of seaplanes in Australia. So very exciting stuff. Now, um, Dave also mentioned before, that the Mallard is coming again this uh, yes. year. Um, a couple of years ago, we joined at the Rathmines one. I think every year, generally, the the, the conference is tied in with the Rathmines generally because it's a, such a great event as well. But uh, this year, with that being cancelled, it's moved to the Sundays. And yeah, we're bringing the Mallard over for another safari. So um, I wanted to have a bit of a chat about that because we still have some seats available um, both directions. Um, but this is a really exciting little um, safari, I think. Uh, we've got the first one that leaves Darwin uh, around the 18th of April, and it's going, first stop is at Bremer Island up near Gove, beautiful uh, little island resort. It's a tiny little island off Gove there that's got this uh, beautiful uh, resort there right on the ocean. We'll be landing right at the front of the resort and relocating the aircraft to the runway, and uh, the pilots will come back and join the guests for the night. Uh, on these beautiful bungalows at Bremer Island. You should Google that one, uh, Banu Banu Resort, it's called also. The next day, we're going to be then jumping across to a really exciting little spot called Undara Caves, which uh, well, Undara is an Aboriginal word meaning long way, and it's renowned for being the longest lava tube system in the world. So about 190,000 years ago, a large volcano erupted pretty violently, and it spewed molten lava around the surrounding landscape. And that, that flowed down this dry riverbed 
and the top outer layer cooled and it formed a crust while the molten lava just kind of like drained outwards um, and leaving behind this series of hollow tubes. So what, a, what an awesome spot. That's not actually a water landing location, but there's an airport nearby and we can get the mallard in there. And uh, I think it's going to be an incredible little um, overnight session, that one. Mm. Uh, we're then going to um, jump across to Magnetic Island out near Townsville there and staying at um, beautiful resort on Magnetic Island. Um, spending uh, doing a few activities there before we come into early with a stop off at Whitehaven Beach for those guests coming down, and then it finishes with a beautiful dinner at the uh, Coral Sea Resort over the over the water there. So um, incredible safari that's going to happen there. Uh, still a couple of seats left on that one. There's more seats left on the return leg um, from Early Beach back to Darwin. Just follows the same route. For those wanting to join, it's it's eight thousand five hundred per person, but it's all inclusive except for those flights that uh, get you to Early Beach or Darwin. So all drinks, all uh, food packages, all activities throughout the five days, including Darwin and Early Beach. So it's a really good once in a lifetime journey, and you get to do it all on the Mallard, which is uh, pretty exceptional. Um, now, when the aircraft does come to Early Beach, we're looking at doing some scenic flights um, out of Early Beach off the water there, teaming up with Airwit Sunday. So that's exciting as well. Um, that'll be finalised in the next couple of weeks. So uh, you can contact me or my wife, Jenna, who's uh, our business manager at work there. Her contact details I'll put um, down in the show notes. So if anyone's interested in those safaris there, go down to the show notes. You can actually see the itinerary of where the aircraft goes for both directions. They'll be in there as well. And there'll also be a link to the Seaplane Pilot Association website uh, where you can have a look at the conference as well. So, yeah, very exciting to have the Mallard uh, there for the conference once again. So um, you'll be coming out for flight, won't you, Dave? Oh, absolutely. Um, I've just raced into my bedroom and got the piggy bank out and smashed it open to see if I've got enough money to do that flight uh, down or back up to Darwin because, uh, you know... Fly, you know, I'm flying my little seaplane, but to fly in the Mallard and, you know, to have stop at those places, it'd be just amazing. So, look, I might even fill one of those seats yet, so we'll see. <laughs> you should, Dave. It, it, they are incredible trips. I mean, I remember, still remember the uh, the Rathmines one. I'm still in contact with a lot of those guests now, um, regular basis, you know, Lyndall Coote. Uh, Anna Fitzgerald, she came on a Kimberley safari that we've did and all of our Kimberley safari are actually booked out this year yes. on the Mallard. So that's that's great. You know, they're a really popular um, trip. Well, Bill and Lyndall, um, they uh, did the one down from um, Darwin to Rathmines and then they did your Kimberley thing. So that's how exactly. impressed they were. They didn't just do one flight. They signed up for the Kimberley adventure as well. So No, exactly. You know, the people I've spoken to that have done the flight just said it's been amazing. And also they said the service was just first class. And, uh, yeah, was, it's not going to take too much um, convincing my wife to do it. So <laughs> I've just got to, like I said, I've got to break open a few more piggy banks. <laughs> yeah, it is expensive, but it is one of those once-in-a-lifetime trips. And, you know, it's not easy running a mallard all the way across the top end of Australia. But, yeah, what a journey. And um, it's just everyone on board is having a great time. And all of the activities are all together which which makes it so much more personal for everyone on board i reckon so yeah for those out there who want to join there's still some seats left both directions get in contact and we'll uh we'll have a a great time that's for sure anything else you wanted to mention about the uh the conference dave um coming up soon 
Oh, not really. Um, obviously, the the website, which is you know www.seaplanes.org, or if you just Google Australian Seaplane Association, um, you will find us. And uh, on our front of our webpage, there's a links there for information and also to book. So and. If you're even thinking about coming along, you can actually book and then cancel, you know, down down the track if you, you can't make it or anything. But so long as we get to get a ballpark figure of numbers, it just makes it so much easier for us to organise. And I must admit, I sort of do a quite a bit of worrying about, you know, getting the numbers and getting all the uh, venues and catering and stuff like that. So the earlier book, the happier I am. So... It, uh, and we and we promise you will make it a fantastic event. It's one of those ones you won't forget, especially um, when you're sitting there getting your bacon and egg burger in the morning, thinking what a wonderful place this is. It it is amazing being up there, and and the weather in April is always pretty good from what I've been told. So, looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So those dates again, the 22nd of April this year. At the, that's a th- Thursday runs Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I believe, the 25th. Yeah, um, just with uh, Sunday, what we're doing on Sunday is a little bit of an ad- seaplane adventure. We're sort of flying out and around the Sundays. This will be all the seaplanes that are obviously flowing up for the event. And um, we're hoping to do a bit of a, a run around the Sunday Islands and then out to one of the dams, one of the freshwater dams for a picnic. So uh, the conference will go on for... Uh, it's really a two-day conference over four days, so if that makes sense. But uh, look, it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, Dave, it's been great having you on to talk all about this Seaplane uh, Pilot Association conference coming up in a couple of months' time. Uh, can't wait to be there already. Very excited about this trip um, and really like to say thanks, Dave, for coming on the step. It was a pleasure. Thank you. And that's the show for today, folks. Thanks, Dave, for taking the time to share the plans of the conference. Folks, I'll be back in a few weeks with regular episodes. But until then, thanks for coming on The Step.